just got pixelexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Oh, do you remember back in the day when you used to be able to go to the parks and they were super crowded and no one was wearing a mask? Do you remember this? <laughs> the last time we went, it was that way. Yeah. <laughs> Tells you how long it's been. It's the only way we've ever gone. <laughs> um, I, I always find Epcot as a park to be very interesting uh, because the front of the park tends to be deceptively empty most ah. of the time. And then you get back to the World Showcase and you realize that everybody their dog and their grandma and their grandma's dog are back in the world showcase right and it's so crowded back there all the time pretty much yeah it's a great big circle with pavilions around the whole thing and you know people are doing the drink around the world thing and lots and lots of restaurants tried doing eating around the world didn't go well oh no i'm just kidding i've never tried that I'm sure there are people who could do it. It just doesn't sound like something I could do personally. I don't know people that can even get through all the way through like a festival food cart trail thing. You know, even that you had to break up to like four or five different uh, attempts. Yeah. Um, But one of the busiest areas in this very busy area is always the Mexico Pavilion. Truly so. Um, Partially because everybody loves Mexican food. Oh yes, I don't know anybody. You say let's go get some Mexican food. So good, Mexican food, and its portion sizes are so good. The nachos are so good. The coke is so cold. I don't know what it is. It's just amazing. And remember the one time we weren't even trying to get like food. Food. We just wanted ice cream, and the only place we could find to buy ice cream was in Mexico. Right. We're like, okay, why not? (laughs) And then we sat underneath their shade. Another reason it's so popular is it has a covered outdoor eating area. Ah, yes. Where you're not just sitting in the sun while you try to eat. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's very true. Great place. Great, great place. By far one of my favorite pavilions. So much good shopping on the inside too, right? That's, it's one of those places, there there was a place when I grew up the 49th Street Galleria. Oh, I remember, remember it. This you know I do. I know that place. Um, and I thought it was the coolest place because you went inside and it had cobblestone streets and like lamppost and it felt like you were outside. Yeah. Uh, that's what the inside of the Mexico Pavilion feels like to me. You walk in and it looks like you're at an outdoor uh, shopping area at night in Mexico. Yeah, like a Mexican pavilion or like a Mexico... Um, party basically yeah it's super fun a fiesta as uh, they might a, that's what i was looking for fiesta and i do feel like i want to haggle with them a little bit you know <laughs> i don't think deal. they let you do that not at disney they don't they do mm. not uh and they have all sorts of really interesting things going on in there all the time there's always music people buy a lot of alcohol while they're in the mexico pavilion and the really nice place that we haven't ever ate, there's also indoor eating there too that overlooks the ride. I have eaten there once. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Was it good? Was it expensive? 
Um, I was on the dining plan the time mm, we went, that's so I'm it. not 100% sure what the cost was. It seems to me that it's just kind of a, a moderately priced one, okay. but I'm not 100% sure. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. Go eat there sometime. And I do remember it being like, it's it's a Mexican restaurant, so you can get, you know, three tacos or fish tacos, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ambiance, like you said, sitting, watching the the boats go by in front of the giant pyramid yeah. is super cool. Because that's the thing about the pavilion that uh, I always forget, or I used to always forget about it until we were in there, was the boat ride that's inside of the pavilion mm-hmm. that you go around the back, which is super fun. The Grand it's Fiesta Tour. The Grand Fiesta Tour. And, you know, this is the thing about these little uh, these little rides that some of these places have. We, we saw what happened with Maelstrom in Norway. They changed it to Frozen. Yeah. Um, and I think that was honestly the first time some people knew that there was even a ride in Norway. <laughs> um, and sometimes I feel like it's that I, way for Mexico where like people aren't 100% sure that there's a ride in there, but they're in there buying alcohol anyway. Completely true. Uh, well, and they do hide it too. It's almost like it's hidden. It's almost a little walkway just to the side that you, if you don't even know that you're in line, you don't, that you would miss out on the line. Sure. Um, I guess if you're eating at the restaurant and see the people going by in a boat, you would know. But that's true. You'd be like, "Where did they get on that?" <laughs> you gotta gotta go search it, it out. Be like, it's the frozen ride. It comes all the way over from Norway. <laughs> and they have added almost like a Coco type of museum near the front of this for the last couple of years, right? Where yeah. they had a lot of really fun. Uh, items from the movie or something that's all inspired by well it couldn't be from the movie since the movie right. animated but there is, there was that really fun thing where you could tap your magic band and turn yourself into the skeleton version of yourself oh and then it would then it would send your uh your pictures to your app and whatnot this literally is brand new news to me i don't remember this at all oh good i'm glad it was so memorable for did you. we do it we did huh? like three times oh. no <laughs> do we have the picture still uh probably not oh that's sad yeah let's hope they're still doing it Uh, i would totally do it again i'd be surprised if they were honestly because it seems like they've stopped all those sort of things where you'd stand close to each other in line for anything oh right well our hope is that they bring it back in the future if it's not a current thing that they didn't take it out (laughs) and it just makes sense for obviously one of their most popular animated films in a long time to have a presence in the park and it makes sense for it to be present in the mexico pavilion for sure well this is the news of the day is we've been on that ride quite a few times and i remember one time you specifically saying how long do you think before this gets a revamp to a coco version right because it the ride itself when you're going through the ride especially near the end where there's like the arches yeah it really feels like it was it's been along around a lot longer than the movie Coco has been. Sure. So it almost feels like they modeled Coco after that ride. Yeah. So that they could revamp it easily. Yeah. <laughs> That's what like. And maybe it's just because they did such a good job representing a a Mexican fiesta. That, that they're going. Mm-hmm. The the imagery that we have in Coco also represents so well that it's just cohesive. Yeah, You're like, so. yeah, this is what it looks like. This is what they do at these things, you know? Yeah. And th- up until now, there's been a really incredible um, Three Caballeros 
presence of the ride. That's basically like the reason of the ride. I love Donald Duck and the whole the whole ride is basically the other two caballeros trying to find Donald <laughs> as he flies around <laughs> all over Mexico. Stop it is so much fun. It's such a fun ride. It's it well, I mean obviously everything with Donald Duck in it that with his little voice is just absolutely hysterical to listen to. Well, and what's interesting is that it's one of the few rides that have the Disney characters like that in it. We have right. obviously Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway now. Yeah, but that's, that's the true. first time that they've had a ride. That's a good point. Uh, and this is the only place where Donald basically has a ride. Mm. So such a good point. It, it will be a little disappointing if they do decide to overhaul it that for that reason. Yeah, because this was the thing is that near the end of the ride, we see the three caballeros in. Um, they're all in animated or they're all in um, animatronics, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, type of a thing. And a couple of while back, I forget how long it's been, like a year maybe, one of them went down. He he did a nosedive in the middle of the day. Right. Like his hydraulics broke and he ended up just face planting it basically. <laughs> and he was down. He was down for the count. Next day he's gone. Oh, he's just missing, right? Oh. And that was the one on the far right, I think it was. I and then that's Joe on that the Joe? far right. Poor little Joe couldn't make it. His hydraulics will give out. <laughs> It happens with age. I know how he feels. The one <laughs> on the left. you just fall and you can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, my hydraulics have gone. <laughs> my That's what I'm going to start saying now when I get, don't want to get up. But like my hydraulics are out. I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> so then a couple months ago, the one on the left uh, started having some issues. That would whatnot. be Donald. No, I think Donald's in the middle. Does he not? Donald's on the far left. Oh, is he the one that's missing then? He could be. So he had some problems, and then the next day he was completely missing. And then a couple days after that, his uh, sombrero was there in the place with the flower behind it. So oh. it most looked like it was like almost like a monument, like a memorial. <laughs> oh no! Like it almost looked like a memorial to him. So then that was there, and everyone was like, "Oh no, what's happening here? What's happening here?" Now people show up to the park. All three of them are missing, and oh, we have no. 2D cutouts of all three characters oh, in no. place. Right? How offensive. What is happening with our little caballeros? And for oh, it's depressing, folks. We're very concerned about where they're at. Who knows? They all might be going through a simultaneous refurb kind of a thing. Yeah. But given the speculation that you and I have completely made up. <laughs> yeah. Let's start some lies, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, that they were revamping the entire show to be the Caballero, sh or I'm sorry, the Coco show. Yeah. Because um, they could really easily, re a lot of it is done through screens as well. It was one of the original screen rights, apparently. Yeah. Just because it's been around for so long at this, that you could revamp it pretty easily just by changing out some of that. It'd be an easy ride to do. Sure. And Co and Coco was such a phenomenal hit, right? Yeah. That there's no way it's going to go away anytime soon. So, which is great, is what yeah. we love. Oh yeah, for sure. I I love updates. I love new things. I'm all for it for sure. Um, I am like I said. I am sad to lose a Donald Duck ride because he's my favorite. Completely. Um, but he uh the the idea that they could very easily change that over to a Coco ride. Yeah. Is just almost too perfect. Yep. You're like, of course, of course they would. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, honestly, three caballeros, really? Like, it, it can't stand up to Coco. Coco. <laughs> just, well, 
And it's like I said with Maelstrom over in Norway. Mm, yeah. Is Nordstrom, Nordstrom? Wow, there's, <laughs> no, there's not a Nordstrom mm -hmm. in <laughs> Disney that I know of. Uh, not yet. Maelstrom was a kind of a underground favorite for some people, but once they put Frozen in there, right. it's like, madness took hold in Norway completely and there were lines and lines and lines and lines of people trying to get in there and I think Disney saw that and they're like oh what do you know you know we we spent all this time trying to keep IPs out of Epcot and, and put we put one in Epcot and it explodes right you know so I would not be surprised at all for them to go well Now's as good a time as any to put Coco in the Mexico Pavilion. Well, and Coco deserves a presence there. Sure. And inside, I mean, obviously it's already de developed. It's completely, it's just like, it was, I would hate to say that it's just written for each other because, you know, Disney doesn't do anything on accident. But yeah. It was probably well planned out if that was going to be the case. And the sure. fact that they've been testing it with having Coco merch or Coco's um, interactive displays in the front yeah. already shows that they're planning on it. Well, and they have a musical show that happens outside in the Mexico Pavilion area mm. where they have um, a puppet version of Miguel. Oh, and yeah. And they do the music, remember? Yeah. Uh, they have a mariachi band that That's does songs. That's so fun. Uh, so it's, I, I think most people just kind of assume that it's going to happen at this point. Mm -hmm. But what I would like to happen personally is if they're going to change it to a Coco ride, Mm-hmm. I want them to actually put the effort in and make it, you know, Frozen, while it did use a lot of the same stuff that the ride before it used, yeah, they did a full overhaul that it, made it like complete right. change. And that's what I would want. I would want more animatronics in there. I would want more effects. I would want them to do it justice. Right. Because otherwise it would just feel like a cash in where they're like, look, we painted a few things orange and changed that put up a, a screen of Miguel smiling and waving. Don't you want to ride this now? You know, you're like, that's, that's a little lazy. You right. know? Well, that might be the best we get for the next couple of decades as they get caught up on the whole thing. Mm. Right. Well, and that's, would the you other... be offended by that? If well, they, <laughs> That's the other thing about this whole speculation type of thing is that they have so many projects, especially in Epcot, that they have put on the back burner. Right. That the idea of them being like, hey, let's let's start this project new Completely. would be like, wait a minute, you just dropped eight other things that you were supposed to be finishing. Because didn't we hear that like the Moana walkthrough experience kind of got 86 no, they're keeping it well. Like they're keeping Moana because it's so affordable to do. Mm. They're like it's literally just fountains, fountains and lights. Okay, that's all it ever was going to be. Right, and so the, even though it's a scaled back version of it, um, how much more scaled back can you get? So that's the reason it's still on the on the um, to do list is because it's going to be so easy to do, mm. and they have to put something there anyway because they ripped down the building. Right. <laughs> When you when you remove something, you have to put something else there. Right. Mm -hmm. At least it's not going to be a parking lot, you know. And yeah, so probably to Disney's credit, they when um, poor Joe's uh, um, 
when poor Joe gave out, you know, he was uh-huh. there. They're probably like, no. <laughs> but they're, <laughs> don't you know you of, were slated to 2025? Right. <laughs> I think they're kind of notorious for being um, finicky uh, as right. far as animatronics go. Uh, we watch, obviously, quite a few people that uh, vlog from Disney parks. And almost every time someone's on there, they're like, oh, look, all three of them are actually vertical today. Or, of course, <laughs> one of them's missing or one of them's face down. You know, it's one of those kind of uh, n- kind of jokes that everybody right. already knows is going to happen. And maybe that's what they are, just fixing them and give them a complete full refurb right now. And But there, it's the first time that they, all three have been gone. Well, that's not true because they said that they moved them to a different park overseas for a period of time. And then brought oh, them back. Well, that's odd. But they've been in working order since the pavilion opened originally. Oh. So. That's very interesting. I'm not sure uh, how long people will accept a cardboard cutout in replacement, though. Like, people, <laughs> like I said before, Disney fans, we're very picky. We're very unhappy with change. We're even more mad when things don't change. So That's true. Um, I, I can only imagine that they'll probably get at least a few comments on what's up with the uh-huh. the lack of caballeros in Mexico. Well, you know? we did a whole podcast about it. <laughs> See, and here's us complaining about it. We are the problem. Yeah, we're totally. But, but, but quite frankly, it's that is that it's interesting that they're, you know, they're gone. We're, we'll have to see what happens with the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Epcot, they have started letting people walk back towards their new Ratatouille ride, uh, even oh, though it's not yeah. open yet. And they came out with a ton of merchandise for the Ratatouille, and it's branded with the very specific ride logos on it, Ooh. which makes it quite a sought-after piece, apparently, because um, because of that reason. Like they're like it's very specific to this to this ride, oh, which nice. is great. How close can you get to it now? Uh, I think you can walk up to the doors. I think. really, uh, I've seen, uh, people, they walk back and they've done, of course, an entire like Parisian street back oh. there. Uh, and you can see the ride entrance, I believe. That's pretty cool. Uh, which is really exciting. Obviously, I think they're holding off on opening it. Uh, it does say quote unquote, 2021 is when it's going to open my, yeah. So, uh, potentially, uh, do you think that they might try to risk opening it this summer or do you think they're going to wait until fall? No, hundred percent this summer, right? Like it has to be this summer that they're going to start promoting it. I think by then the vaccines are already like, they're already saying that most states are about seven to 9% vaccinated already. Oh, And so, yeah. And it's like the highest risk people are going first, you know? Mm. Um, And so like, so all the senior centers are getting to go to Disney because they're all vaccinated. (laughs) So essentially Florida. Yeah. No, (laughs) I'm kidding. Shady. (laughs) Listen, we're close. We're, we're, we're We're one state up. Yeah. yeah, We're just a few miles away (laughs) from that retirement village we call Florida. Um, I, but, uh, but I, so yeah, I do think that like, it's going to continue to roll out and that this summer it's going to be like a big kickoff and Disney needs a lot and they're going to be back into at a good place at that point. So I think that they have full intentions of opening it and really you can only hold it off for so long. Right. Cause yeah, I mean, it's done. mm -hmm. That's the thing. They just need to get as much money off of it because of what, you know, what happened happened to star Wars. Right. That was an interesting thing. Because um, really, that was all that the end. That was the beginning of twenty twenty that oh, that all was happening. Geez. 
It oh. feels like it's been 84 years. Doesn't it? Uh, sure does. But they did put off uh, the Tron coaster. No, not the Tron right. coaster. Was it the Tron one? Yeah, Tron coaster. They've uh, stopped work on it completely right now. Oh, did, but didn't they also stop uh, in Epcot the uh, Cosmic Rewind ride? Didn't they stop work on that too? They actually are still working on that one and the wooden wood facade of the of the of uh, the queue building yeah that was put up today and then um they're continuing with the solar panels on top of it still so it yeah. could still be exterior work that they're working on all right um so they're still working on that but they're definitely taking their time to get that one done mm. did you hear how expensive that ride is estimated to be no 400 to 450 million dollars it potentially is the most expensive ride ever made can you believe that? Like, because we talk about the Tower of Terror, that's $150 million, And I say, well, I have to enjoy it for $150 million. Right. Like, you're just required to. <laughs> so same thing, Tron Coaster. No, sorry. Same thing, Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. For $450 million. Ooh. We'll have to see. I mean, at the very least, you have to know that they did a lot of work on it then. Yeah. For that much money, they've, they've done some work. The ride building is uh, estimated to be, I think Disney even said themselves, it's five times the size of Spaceship Earth on the inside of the building. Crazy. Should be interesting to see. So, lots going on around over in Epcot. Uh, We'll keep an eye on uh, the three caballeros and see if they are soon replaced by Dante and Miguel. (laughs) Who knows what might be down there. Uh, But... It's like I always say, if you want people to come to your pavilion, just put a cartoon right in. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.